how many opportunities are you missing out on because of fear? Well, today's guest, M.M. Washington, has a big, hairy, audacious goal to help 1,000 women become TEDx speakers. Listen, you're going to want to stick around for this segment today as we talk about how to turn your experience and expertise into a TEDx talk. You are here with us live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. Don't you move anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know? Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, where the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we know that we're going to do that today with this segment. If you're brand spanking new to me and you're like, hey, somebody sent me over here, we're glad to have you. I'm Charvette Mitchell, marketing consultant, founder of Mitchell Productions, and I work with high-achieving women entrepreneurs to help them gain more visibility and leverage their personal brand by focusing on their marketing and their branding. We do that with one-on-one consulting and our trademark framework, the platform builder. So this segment today, listen, listen, listen. I see you all coming in already. I see you are ready. OMG, how to turn your experience and expertise into a TEDx talk. I have an expert with us today. Uh, and listen, let me shout out a few people. Hello, uh, Wendy Lee from Wakanda. We, we're glad to have you. Hey, Sharon, thanks for coming on in from Detroit. Listen, YouTube is jumping already. We are excited to have you. Got a shout out to my mom. Hey, mom. Thanks for being here. All right. We love you, Kim and Deborah over on YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Carlethia, we see you coming on in. Uh, we are excited to have you. I encourage you to tag uh, tag someone, certainly someone that you know that is a speaker. Tag them. I promise they want to listen to this. Tag a business bestie uh, and you want to get them into this show right now. This segment, this segment is brought to you by my seventh conference, seventh conference. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? Uh, it's coming up November uh, 3rd and 4th here in Richmond, Virginia at the Four Points by Sheraton, the Platform Builders Summit. Jump over to PlatformBuildersSummit.com, PlatformBuildersSummit.com to get your tickets. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later on. Listen, my guest is here. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Type, let's go. Type, let's go. Type, let's go. Uh, let me introduce my guest that's coming up right now. She's in the virtual green room right now, enjoying some virtual snacks. M.M. Washington is a leadership consultant, a success strategist, and a licensed attorney. She's also a two-time TEDx speaker, best-selling Amazon author, and indie recording artist. Maybe we'll get her to sing. Who knows? Um, she is the founder of Lead Speak Impact, uh, and it's a personal and professional development firm which provides leadership and communication coaching and consulting to individuals, teams, and organizations worldwide. Put your virtual hands together. Put your virtual hands together and welcome up live here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, M.M. Washington. Hello and welcome. Hello, Charvette. Thank you for having me. So 
I love your energy. I'm so excited oh, to be here. <laughs> we are excited to have you. Listen, the audience is they're, they're here. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Listen, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, um, I'd love for you to share, like, certainly uh, a plethora of experience and expertise. We'd love to hear kind of the behind the scenes. How did you get started? What was your the beginning of your journey? My journey to the TEDx stage, or just. <laughs> You know what? Your journey as a, uh, an attorney, your journey in this leadership consulting space. I know I'm throwing it all the way back. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, thanks for the question and thanks again for having me. So um, I actually was on the on track to going to medical school because that's what my dad, my mom, everybody had poured into me as a kid. And then almost on the eve of that, I decided that I didn't want to do that. You know, I had a this moment where I was like, well, what do I really want to do with my life? And mm -hmm. it really had to do with being able to use my voice, being able to use my thoughts and my ideas to help other people. And so law school was it for me. So that's how I, you know, made that transition to going to law school, wow. loved law school, you know, did well, graduate. Yeah, graduation time, I didn't want to graduate. I was like, oh, you know, wow. I'm not ready for the real world. This is what I want to do. So, uh, but, you know, they kicked me out of there. It's time, you know, we've graduated. So I practiced, I uh, became a lawyer, passed the bar, did all of that in 2002. And then three years into that, I was like, yeah, there's got to be more to life than mm. this. This isn't it. I loved law school, like I said, but the yeah. practice of law just wasn't, it didn't light me up. Um, but life was lifing. And um, I stayed another 15 years <laughs> working wow. as a lawyer until 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, August of 2020, August 10th of 2020, when wow. I finally decided to um, do the thing that I'd been, I had started coaching and speaking on the side yeah. and found that that helped to um, bring that fulfillment that I wasn't feeling um, in my work as a lawyer. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I love lawyers. Some of my best friends are lawyers. It just wasn't what it just wasn't what lights me up. Yeah. So um, August 10th, I decided to make that transition, retire from uh, being a lawyer and go out there and do the things that full time that I wanted to do, which is coaching and speaking, um, writing books and uh, again, coaching. So yeah. that in a nutshell is my journey. <laughs> wow. I love that. A pivot during a pandemic. I don't know. That might be a that might be a TEDx title right there, Pivot Listen. during the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. And so um, certainly you did a lot of speaking, at, you know, just as being a lawyer. However, um, how do you see speaking when, you know, we have those that are entrepreneurs that are watching, they may be accountants or realtors or, or grief recovery counselors or financial advisors. How important is um, speaking as a part of their brand and building and growing their business? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Speaking is a big part of success in for entrepreneurs, period, business owners. Um, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, speaking is a large part of it. I mean, it goes without saying that we all speak every day and we're always, whether we know it or not, whether we realize it or not, we're always um well, let me not say always, but on a regular basis, we're trying to get, convince other people 
of something or the other. So, you know, quote unquote, we're always selling. If yeah. That, you know, and so whether you're uh, persuading or trying to convince to try my product or to buy my book or to see things the way that I see, we're always using persuasion, the power of persuasion and speaking. And so I think it's really key to yeah. work on or to better ourselves in that area when it comes to communication. I mean, it seems like it's something that's so simple, but it's it's not. Like we yeah. all don't get it, right? And so, um, yeah, so I think it, it, to answer your question, I think that it's very important to be able to to speak publicly, to be able to use the the gift of persuasion, not in a manipulative way, but just to convince others. And, and you know, we're going to talk about the TEDx stage, but that's one yeah. of the things that you're doing on the TEDx stage or really on any public speaking stage is to get to send a message across yeah. your message and to get the audience to see things in the way that you see them and you would like them to see them. Ah, oh, so well said. And so let's jump right on into the TEDx stage. Certainly a coveted space for those that are professional speakers, those that just aspire to tell a transformational story. And so when, uh, what was that that uh, like for you? So two times, you know, you hit that stage two times. The first time, when did you decide, hey, that's that's a stage I want to pursue? Yes, I love <laughs> that you asked me that question. <laughs> So I had, I heard my first TEDx talk in 2013. Now, prior to that, I heard TED talks and then all of a sudden someone sends me this TEDx talk and I'm like, what is this? You know? Um, well, you know, let me pause here and say TED is like, you can consider that the big organization, the, uh, and then TEDx would be like the subsidiaries or the um, franchise you yeah. know, so TEDx or our TEDx events are held by organizers who have to get a license from Big Ted, um, the TED organization, in order to have their events locally. And so that's how TED was able to get the message, get get messages and ideas mm -hmm. around the world to people around the world, from people around the world to people around the world by having these individually localized TEDx events that still meet the TED standard. Okay. So having said that, <laughs> so, so I heard my first uh, TEDx talk in 2013 and I was floored. And I, in that moment was like, oh my goodness, I want to be able to do what this guy just did to me wow. in 18 minutes or less <laughs> with his words. And then mm -hmm. almost in that same moment, I thought, yeah, but who am I? You know, I kind of, mm. and you know, who would want to hear from me? And, you know, I am not well known. I am not, mm. I started thinking of all the things that I am not. Yeah. And so Charvette, that caused me to sit on that dream, which had excited me yeah. when I first thought, had it. Um, but it caused me to sit on that dream for another five years. Mm. And then in between that time, my mom passed away. Oh. And one of the things that came out of that for me was, you know, in the midst of the grieving and all of that, I thought mm -hmm. to myself, you know, my mom had lived, she, you know, we weren't ready for her to, to go. Right, right. But she had lived a full life. She had fulfilled 
the things that she wanted to do. And when I looked at myself, I thought, if I were to go today, could mm. I say the same thing? And the answer was no. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, it was a big fat no. I, I was in this woe is me mode. Mm-hmm. I had gone through a divorce. I had, mm. you know, it was just a, a bunch of things and um, lost a home to foreclosure. Mm. Uh, just everything wow. that, that could hit. Yeah. And my mom's passing, I say it that my mom's death gave me a new life. Like it mm. reawakened life in me. Um, and so I decided, okay, it's um, time. It's time. So that's when I, the dream of becoming a recording artist. That's when I, did that. <laughs> that's when I, you know, started writing my books and putting things out there. That's when I dusted off that TEDx dream and said, let me go ahead and try. And I want to tell you that the first time that I applied, I applied to three different TEDx events, made all the mistakes that I've seen people make since then. Uh And I didn't get accepted. Wow. Because of this reawakening, I decided to try again. And so the next time I applied, I almost didn't apply to my dream stage, which was in London. Um, because at that time, especially TEDx events, many times they would ask, what are your ties to our city? Mm-hmm. What are, you know, things like that. And so yeah. I, um, I went ahead and said, you know what, let me just go ahead and apply. And I applied and I got accepted and I gave my first TEDx talk in London and it was amazing Ooh, across the pond, across the pond. Now, first of all thank you for being so transparent and just sharing um sharing just what what you shared i, I love this um debbie igniting those dreams uh that is that is so uh, inspiring delay uh is not denial try again and so that. because people can look and say oh she's an attorney well that's why she got on that stage and mm-hmm. she's a success strategist that's why she made it and to say, you know what, the first three, first couple times needed some help there. Yeah. And so what about the second time that uh, you graced the stage? Yeah. So, so I gave my first talk. It was amazing. And I thought I was one and done. I've done this. I've gotten this message out that I wanted to get out. And now, and then, in you know, something happened where people started, when my talk came out, people started reaching out. Can you help us? How do you do? How did you do it? Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, all coaches, and that wasn't on my radar at all to become a TEDx coach. But over time, I caved. I gave in and decided <laughs> to do that. And I thought that I was, you know, that was going to be it for me in terms of speaking on the TEDx stage. Now it was just time for me to help other people do that. Well, another idea came to me that um, I knew. I felt would be great Mm. for the TEDx stage. Um, You know, there are many stages on which we can all speak. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you've mentioned that uh, many people in your audience are speakers. And so there are stages that we can all speak. But sometimes uh, an idea will come and I'm like, that might that is good for the TEDx stage. Even when I'm hearing other people speak, I'm like, ah, that would be a good <laughs> message for the, yes. for the TEDx stage. And so such thing happened to me. And so in 2022, last year, I gave my second talk. I applied. And this time, I, I mean, I didn't go through the 
sorry, you're not a fit. I, I heard almost immediately, you know, after the, the cutoff, I heard back, yes, we would love for you to share this message on our stage. And so that one was a lot closer to home. I live in Houston, Texas, and it was in a, a, a city about two hours away. And so I didn't have to go across the pond, but it was just as amazing an experience. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, if you're just tuning in, welcome. We're, we're glad to have you here. We have M.M. Washington with us, leadership consultant, success strategist, attorney, and two-time TEDx speaker. Uh, so people that are here saying, okay, how do I turn my experience and expertise into a TEDx talk? I think I can do that 18 minutes or that 12 minutes or what you know, whatever the parameter. What do you have to say to that person? Yes, I, I think that... Um... And it, it, you touched on 18 minutes. A, a lot of times these days, even though the max is 18 minutes, a lot of times these days they are looking for, you know, can you bring it shorter than that? Because attention spans kind of <laughs> decreased during the pandemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so how do you turn your expertise, your experience into a TEDx talk? So I'll, I'll say this, TEDx talks are not about your life <laughs> in, a, in that. And I, here's why I say that they are about ideas. They are mm. about ideas and their mantra, their thing is ideas worth spreading an idea that you can share with the audience that the audience without any prompting from you would want to share with somebody else. Like that person, mm. that friend of mine shared that TEDx talk with me years ago, mm. something that somebody would want to spread to other people. And so how do you get that idea? What do we mean by an idea? It's a perspective. It's some, some mm -hmm. perspective that you bring to maybe a, a discussion that's already been had or the yeah. way things already are, but you bring a new spin to it. Now, your experience, your expertise, your story you definitely want to bring that in to support the idea. Got but it. here's where a lot of people, here's where I messed up the first time. And here's where a lot of people mess up too, is in leading with your story. So on the TEDx application, when you're asked, you know, what, what is your idea worth spreading? And they'll ask it in different ways. It might be, they might ask it that way. They might ask, well, what would you want to share with our audience? However they ask it, a lot of times people use their story. I want to share my story of how I overcame blank, you know, fill in the blank. And while that might come in, in your talk, when you're, I tell my clients that your first audience, before you ever get to the, to that beloved red dot on the yes. TEDx stage, before you ever get there, your first audience is the TEDx organizer. And so how do you get them to, to um, want to hear more about mm -hmm. your idea? You have to give them an idea, not your story. Because I promise you, they've heard, they've seen so many applications on stories, yeah. on how I overcame this and overcame that. And um, they've heard that. But what is new and fresh that you're bringing, that this story brings to the conversation brings to our audience. And I didn't yeah. say this, but uh, after my first TEDx talk, I did later get invited to serve on the curation team for a TEDx event. 
So I got to see behind the scenes, you know, that's how I got to see all the applications and all the mistakes that people made. And trust me, I made them too. So no (laughs) No shade, right? Exactly. Um, And also got to see what goes into determining which applications go in the the short stack of, hmm, let's give this one another look or the tall stack of next, you know, maybe not, maybe next year. I got to see that. And then I also got to serve for two TEDx events as the official TEDx speaker coach, the the speaker coach for their, the people that they had accepted. So a lot of um, the, what I bring to, to this is not just my experience of being a two-time TEDx speaker, but I think the extra experience of having been rejected, (laughs) um, (laughs) the first three applications I sent out, and also now the behind the scenes experience that I've had as well. Wow. So someone's listening, watching, saying, I have an aspiration to be a TEDx speaker, to be, how can, can MM work with me? Do you, what do you have available for that? Oh, yes, I do. I, um, I have, primarily been working with people one-on-one, but I, as you mentioned earlier, I have this BHAG, this big, hairy, audacious goal of helping a thousand people. And if I'm doing it one, one-on-one, it's going to take forever. And so I recently created a program that I can, that allows me to help more people at the same time. Still, they still get you know, some one-on-one coaching from me, they still get, they get the the program, the course, but they also get um, a community. And that's one thing that's so important. I didn't realize this until Charvette, the, I was flying to London for uh-huh. my, my first TEDx talk. And fortunately for me, one of my uh, coworkers at the time, she, she heard I was giving a TEDx talk. She loves TEDx talks. Uh-huh. And she was like, I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go to London. Wow. So we didn't fly on the same flight, but uh-huh. she, you know, we, she was there for me. But on that flight, it hit me that, oh my goodness, this is happening. All the nerves, all everything that I, like, I thought I was so confident and all yeah. of a sudden the nerves hit me. And yeah. I started thinking, why did I, who told me to apply? <laughs> who told me? <laughs> And why did I tell people that I was doing this and what possessed me? And so the Mm. power of community, my friend coming to London, I had another friend come from Nigeria to London. And then I had another friend that lives in London. So I had three people in the audience with me. Other people had, you know, their families and friends that lived there. I had three people, but those three people were my lifeline. (laughs) And as well as... some friends that I had back home who, when I was backstage in the green room, freaking out, (laughs) I called or I sent a text and they prayed and they spoke words and, and all of the things. And so the power of community, Mm. I I say all of that to say, that's what, one of the things I really want to help my clients with is by giving them that community to cheer them on, you know, let's do this together. And, and push each other and nudge each other. So those are some of the things that um, go into the program that I have I'm cre- I've created for. Wow, where's the information for that program? Uh, okay, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could just say we've got contact information on the screen. Absolutely, so and that is it. 
That yeah, is it. That is it. Connect on the screen. And I've heard you have a really good success rate with people you work with. Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> yes. I, you know, it's funny because I, it's not something that I had ever really thought about. And then I was asked, you know, what's your success rate? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> those that work with me and complete the program, I've, I've about 10 people right now. Uh -huh. that I've worked with and um, they, uh, they are TEDx speakers now. And, 100%, um, <laughs> 100%. She's throwing around it, y'all. But 100% success 100%. rate. Uh, so really, honestly, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you know someone that has aspirations around being a TEDx speaker, like this is 100% success rate here. So I want to shout you out. I know sometimes we want to be, you know, we don't want to feel like we're boasting and all of that. Yes, but right. numbers, the numbers do not, do not lie. And I let me capture this, Sharon. I want to hone in on that point, which I think is so pivotal, the idea. Yes. So the idea, the leading character in my story yes. is the supporting cast. Beautifully said. You agree? Beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're so you're so right. A lot of times people just want to leave with the story, but then you've got what you've got to really do is figure out what the idea is. And you got to go off and do that work. Uh, and is that something that should come to you already with that idea, or can you help them think through that? Yes. I you're just asking all the great questions. I love <laughs> it. So so I there are three types of people, right? That that I've worked with. There are those who have an idea, have one idea. They're like, this is what I want to talk about. I know it. I just don't know how to phrase it. I don't know how to do the application and position myself properly. So they have that one idea. Then there are those that have no idea of what they would want to talk about, they, but they know they feel called to speak on that TEDx stage. And that was me, you know, 10 years ago when yeah. I saw my first TEDx talk. Um, and then there's the third type of person that has multiple ideas. I, you know, I could talk about this or this or this. And that was me. But at the time I was ready to apply. It was like, uh -huh. okay, now I have all these things. And I, even that's another, one of the mistakes I made on the application was listing several things I could talk about. Mm -hmm. So because you're on Charvette's show, let me tell you that this <laughs> act, just one idea. One <laughs> idea. You want to go you for that. <laughs> with the one. And not go wide with many. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think for some people, uh, you know, the TEDx stage, like celebrities, I mean, well, super well-known people too. Your, your, your local um, the person that just has such a great idea. It's such a vast yes. audience that you could just say, you know, I shared the red dot with people like Brene Brown or yes. know, different, different people like that. Wow. How can people connect with you and follow you on social media? Yeah, so I'm MM Washington on all social media platforms. I respond, I'm active on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, really on all the things except Twitter right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you can connect me, with me there. And if you do, I'd love for you to tell me that we met here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. That would be great. Um, and if you're interested in finding out more about my programs, um, 
we can schedule a call and, and you can get that information to schedule a call from my social media platforms as well. Um, but I'd love, or you can send me an email. Um, may I share that? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. It's mm at mmwashington.com. And do let me know that we met on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. The time has flown um, by, but um, just really listen, this big, Harry, audacious goal. I feel like you're gonna hit it. You're gonna you're gonna do it. You are um, you are there. So what is um, what is next for you? What is on the horizon? We know you've got the programs. Is there anything uh, you know? Are you looking to hit the stage again? Are you like no? I am I am focused on getting people, other people on the stage. Well, what had happened was (laughs) (laughs) I um, I I I was I'm good with Mike too. But there somebody did reach out to me and invite me to consider speaking on their TEDx stage. We'll see how that goes. Right for now, I really am about wanting to help. And and the thousand people, I really want them to be women, if I'm being completely honest. That's the goal that I set out was a thousand women to become, help them become TEDx speakers. So that's where my focus is right now. Wonderful. Thank you, Lena Laster. Thank you uh, for popping in. You're welcome, Dr. Uh, Jackie Maxwell. Thank you, both of which are um, grief recovery counselors and oh, they wow. could they are speakers. So they uh, they can do uh, I'm sure have some great ideas that they can share. The last question for you, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate M.M. Washington. You know what? That's good. Um, my son's my sons, I've got two teenage sons. And just today, like like every day for the last year, I've just been in awe, just thinking my oldest is now going to his senior year in high school. And literally he was just born the other day. And now he's... <laughs> like, when did this happen? Yes. When did I get in the time travel? Exactly. And so um, just trying to make trying to redeem the time and trying to make the most of, of every day now and just be intentional with, with the time that we've been given. And um, so that's my motivation right now. Yeah, well said, well said. Well, we are going to keep our eye out on you. Uh, thank you, Sharon said. This was a great conversation tonight. We were glad to have you. Debbie, TEDx speaker, is on my list. I will be in touch. All right, there you go. And she's in California. So okay. listen, all, all <laughs> over, all over the place. A wonderful segment. We appreciate your time. Thank you for stopping by the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Thank you. I appreciate this so much. Thank you, Charvet. Right, you are welcome. Wow. Again, if you have ever thought about that red dot and or you are a speaker and you're like, you know, I hadn't thought about it, didn't even know it was obtainable. Guess what? That's why we do this show so that you have different resources that you know about. Again, this segment uh, is brought to you by my upcoming, my seventh conference, in-person conference, uh, three-day con- three-day conference for our VIPs, two-day conference for the rest of our uh, amazing rock stars. So jump over to platformbuildersummit.com, platform summit.com grab your ticket um you're going to hear more about it richmond virginia it's going to be in richmond virginia so you can get here uh, let me just share a little bit about why i think it's important to uh, for women in particular to um, find their tribe connect with their tribe just just hear this real quick
There is something incredibly powerful about women business owners and leaders connecting. I mean, really connecting. Yes, online networking is great and it's convenient. However, there is nothing like the energy and vibe of meeting in person. It cannot be replaced. If you thrive in community, I encourage you to connect with and pursue your tribe. Maybe that's with a group of friends, perhaps that is a local networking event, or with women you connect with through a business program or cohort. Someone asked me, why do you host conferences and retreats and encourage your clients to do the same? I responded with a quote from event leader and small business advocate, Lauren Castilla. Your audience needs to know each other and you need to be the connector. My hope for high achieving women entrepreneurs is that they have a safe space to be heard, to be seen, and to be free. All right, that is my heart and personal invitation for you to join me in Richmond, Virginia, platformbuildersummit.com. I, I see you still commenting. Yes, ma'am, over on YouTube. Definitely fist bumps there. Listen, um, we have a full blog post for our guests on charvette.com. So you can see all of our contact information, full bio, great way to connect. We've tagged on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Uh, and so thank you for those that are listening to this in the uh, radio show format. We're excited that you're here and also our podcast um, listeners. We appreciate you every week. It's a wrap here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. I'll see you all later on the web. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.